0: Hello, everyone. And welcome to the Amory Score. I'm Jackson. I'm Joe Baumilly. Hello. Hi. This is, fair warning, the worst episode of Amory Score ever in terms yeah. of what we're covering. Um, yeah. And that's not on us. That's all on Claudio. And I guess Peter David. And uh, Peter David, two authors. <laughs> In addition to being extremely bad, uh, the stuff here is extremely gross to the levels of like needing a content warning for sexual assault uh, yep. beyond the regular, just ambient content warning for sexual assault that yep. comes with covering the works of Claudio Sanchez. Yep. Uh huh. So, just at the top, need to establish the, the, the chapters we're covering are gross and bad. And uh, if you want to skip this episode, feel free you won't be missing much uh, nope but with that said molly how you been i'm doing okay
1: uh just you know got back from vacation and then a different one happened in my home uh so i was just kind of chilling out for a while uh because yeah. it wasn't my vacation so
0: you know the, vac- the vacation happened to you someone else's vacation happened to you someone
1: else's vacation happened in my home yes <laughs> so yeah. it was i was just chilling you know reading books and whatnot Yeah. Playing Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, That game seems pretty cool. It's a cute little game. You know, you you build stuff for people and they're like, oh, wow, thank you for building stuff. And little hearts pop out of them. It's lovely. That's what gaming
0: is to me. That's gaming. (laughs)
1: It's just Uh, nice.
0: Yeah. I've been, what have I I been doing? Uh, Not much. You know, just regular podcast stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the answer, right? As we've, just we've been, been doing... doing our other fucking podcasts. I turned my hobbies into my job, and then like I achieved marginal success enough that it's my job ass job now, and I have to keep doing them every day. You have to do it forever. I have to do it forever. It's fine. Like I say, it's the fine. worst jobs. Um, I you know my friends are working in retail stores, and uh, it sucks to be there. Yeah, yeah. So would not complain on that level, but uh, yeah, I haven't no. been doing much else uh, other than other than my work, I guess.
1: There's still um. a pandemic, so,
0: you know, it's still not like I went outside. Right. Um Yeah, no, I'm, I've am i got one vaccine through sheer luck because the UK is doing it like a disaster over here. Uh And I'm going to get my second one in like six fucking months or something. I don't know. We have the 12-week gap here, which is stupid. Oh. Everyone keeps going. Everyone keeps looking after themselves. I hope you're doing Okay. Uh, the AMI score is back to the do our score best. is
1: back to help massage your worries. Hey,
0: you know what? <laughs> Things might be bad, but, but really at least you're bad. not Pearl <laughs> Owenberger. This book's so fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, it's really bad. We've t- listen. We do the. I I said this last week. I'll say this every week. This book sucks. But oh my god. These chapters might be the
0: worst ones yet! And I know, I I know, I know we've said that every time.
1: (laughs) But it keeps getting worse, is the thing. I forgot that this is what these chapters were, and I opened the book last night, and I just went, oh no. Oh no. Sucks. So
0: so chapter 12 of Year of the Black Rainbow is called Pearl of the Stars. And in this chapter, we are, in Pearl's perspective... uh, inside the glass box that she is being kept in by you know jigsaw um and, <laughs> and she uh, documents her life uh living inside this glass cage uh, as Ryan occasionally comes to see with her it's like all in italics and it's like uh, documented by days like day 1 day 3 and he comes to visit her day after day etc cetera, etc cetera. um which, at the start, it's like, oh, there's going to be, like, formal shifts in this chapter. But then not really. It just becomes a bunch of scenes where they talk to each other in the same dialogue-heavy form that the books always had. This f- yep. this format change means, like, nothing. It's like, oh, you pretended you were going to write differently, but you just wrote the same thing, but in italics.
1: But in italics, because so, it's supposed to be Pearl's inner monologue. But her, her inner monologue is a lot like the regular narrator.
0: <laughs> it turns out there's not that much, like, voice-changing going on here. No. Uh, and... The monologue is about her being like Ryan has got me, but I will not give in. I will never give in. He will not. He will not win over me. I will resist him. I want to kill him. I want to fucking kill him. Fucking die, die, fuck you, fuck that, blah, blah blah. Like sh- her monologue becomes just the most owl the edge shit ever. Yes. Uh, um. There's so, it's so much boring. swearing. Yeah. It's so boring. There's so much swearing in such a boring way.
1: Yes. Like, I, I get that you're just um, trying to emphasize how much she hates this man, but we know that already. You don't have to keep doing this. It's very boring that all she says is, like, I I cuss a lot. I get it. But every other word in your book is fuck, and I'm like, man, I don't want to read this. You didn't do
0: anything. We cuss a lot. And, like, I should cuss less on podcasts, but I don't. <laughs> That's because it's boring. <laughs> it's because it's boring. But, like, definitely, I've I- I been using the swear words a fair bit. But I tend to use them in in, like, normal speech as, like, you know, I'm the person who'll just fucking say that as, like, you know... Psh- uh what's the word? Interjective, just like words, just like in the same way people use um, right? You use swear yes. words, which is a thing people do, probably bad. They tell you not to if you go to drama school, but I didn't. So uh <laughs> I sometimes Whatever, I don't do know that. anything about drama school. Exactly. My my um my sister went to um not drama school, she went to a regular university of drama course, but she was looking into that stuff. Anyway, uh that's like a nor that's like a regular way people swear. Uh it's for emphasis and sometimes for like uh hesitations, um and it's a very casual thing. If I'm really angry, like, really angry, like I've been at, like, my dad when I got kicked out of my house, for example, I wasn't going fucking, I hate him fucking gonna stab him in the fucking gut fuck. Like... Yeah. Because, <laughs> because why would the... That's not how I would emphasise actual emotion. It just becomes the corniest stupid thing in the world.
1: Yes. Doesn't make any sense. Um... Yeah, and she's in a box, Jackson. She's stuck she's in, in a, a box book. over a pit. Yep. And she can't move. Uh, and uh, she's got... They describe uh, that she's hooked up to, like, multiple IVs and catheters to keep her alive in the box. But she's just chilling. It's fine. Um, yeah. And then Ryan comes and says, damn, I'm sorry. And she's like, what the fuck? He said he was sorry. How dare he? This is his fault. Uh, in the most like obvious, I'm manipulating you uh, text in the world. Uh, but, you know, she's like, what the fuck? How do I deal with this?
0: He said he was sorry. And then he keeps, like, coming back and forth every other day uh for these interrogations and he's like super matter of fact like i'm sorry that this violence is being done to you by me, <laughs> by, me. <laughs> by me intentionally uh, but you must understand uh you are merely a porn i have no like personal regrets really it's uh your your uh uh your husband's fault and it's um, you
1: know if your husband wasn't so fucking stupid we wouldn't have to do this if, if you think... if he was just slightly smarter uh, but if you think about
0: it, it's your son's fault because he fucking died. For going like to the idiot. Iraq war protest. <laughs> and despite this being, like, the world's laziest attempt at manipulation by a villain in history.
1: Yes. This works. It works. Of course. Of course. Because, well, also, like, per- this is the most uncharitable thing uh, to, like, Pearl's character, what, you know, what exists of it. Because. Uh, the only thing she cares about are men. That's it. That's well, so all she knows.
0: A lot of the um, complaints about the writing of uh, uh, Claudia Sanchez is the focus on the like uh, the men to the detriment of the women. These women are used as like, um, tools and chess pieces and motivational pieces, and they have no inner life of, of their own. And in this chapter, he gives Pearl an inner life, and it's the most misogynistic, disgusting inner life I've ever seen. Yes! because it is entirely uh about the men in her life about the ways in which all of her reactions and all of her desires are due to them and then the like narrative of the chapter is about the resistance she has being crushed and dominated mentally by another man and losing all hope right that's the like plot this is is yes. her being like completely dominated and losing all will and not in like a you know not in some like claudia knows what hypno is way no uh, just in a disgusting woman realizes she's worthless way to in order to set up the stakes of the plot it's an evil this is like a genuinely it's evil genuinely chapter.
1: evil yes it's it's
0: disgusting peter david it, you, too. <laughs> you too you too you <laughs> too. fucking it's so misogynistic and, like, cause so, so at the start, she's like, he won't break me. He, as if, like, you know, first of all, point one, as if being broken is, like, the choice of the woman. Yes. Uh, so it's all, first of all, framing it as, like, a battle of spirits, and I won't let the men break me. And then, obviously, they do. And then she's like, oh, no, Ryan has broken me. I do deserve this. I deserve yes. all this. I've been broken, but not in the... Like like I said, it's not, it's not a horny thing because Claudia can't even, like, s- see it beyond... It can only be through the lens of a woman coming to terms with her own utter uselessness as an agent in her own life. Right.
1: Like, she's not capable of uh, resisting this at all. And uh, is easily tricked because she's a woman.
0: Yeah, she's a woman and she's an idiot. Uh,
1: and, and all like, she cares about <laughs> is her children and... Uh, and her emotions.
0: And it's all like framed in a really like awful, um, dominant. Like, I'm gonna ha- have to read this. But this is the the content warning's for. Uh, but one of the comments, like, the language of this is disgusting. So, one of the comments that, uh, Paul makes about what Ryan's doing, and what Ryan's doing, to be clear, is literally coming and standing here and like looking at her and then saying, like, you know, I'm sorry, but it's kind of your fault for letting your son die, right? That's kind of all. <laughs> you
1: shouldn't let your son go. To Iraq War we'll protest.
0: You shouldn't have done that. But he's not being. They they are underwriting him intentionally. They are trying to make yes. it so that like he is the sinister bad guy that's holding back his threats because he's that powerful. And the way they try to literalize the actual fear is they make. Um, They make Pearl say, I could sit in a bath for a month and still not be clean of what he makes me feel. I feel raped just by his empty gaze. How much more of this am I supposed to endure? Claudio, no! Claudio, stop it. That's... You can't put that in the... First of all, like, you can write this chapter without making this explicitly sexual, especially considering you have, like, backed away of any of the other sexual implications, because those ones make you feel icky and weird. But the one where the woman feels violated and useless... Uh, that one I can I can deal with. That one I
1: can use. I can work with that.
0: <laughs> Fuck you, you awful man! What are you doing? Yes, it's disgusting. I just...
1: I don't know. There's, like, all of this stuff is, like, the implication of, like, what she is doing in a glass coffin is, like, the situation just... It's just so gross that it, there's... I feel like there's implications there. Uh... Yes. Yeah, but you know, I don't, I don't want to explore that, but
0: it is uh, gestured to in a very bad way. It all comes to a head in like the twist reveal at the end of the chapter, which is day thirty-eight, and she's like, "You're not going to break me. You're wrong. You've kept me here for a month, and I'm still, I'm still me. You haven't broken me." And then Ryan's like, "Ho oh. ho 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 ho." Check your fingernails, (laughs) dear girl. You've been here for like six hours. Um, Yes, and the twist is she was already broken from the start. Yeah, which, bro, bro,
1: come on, come on. Uh, The other thing is this: this woman is obstinately like a scientist, and like she's supposed to be, you know, a very intelligent woman who you know can keep her composure. And you know, granted. 38 literal days of torture. That again, you know, they'll break anybody, right? But the pre- the presentation of it being like she only cares about this and these men have broken her and she only cares about her son uh and also she's extremely tricked by the easiest tricks. Uh it it just sucks.
0: But it's also like it's not <laughs> The twist isn't that Ryan has put her in some like hyperbolic time chamber, right The twist isn't that she's been in a machine to make her feel like a day's been thirty eight days. The yeah. twist is that she has done that she has been so weak that she has thought it's been that long already, so the only like gesture that they the, the, the like pretend gesture they gave her as like this is how strong she is not even that's true they give this woman nothing it's oh i hate this chapter so much i cannot yeah. express uh how icky it makes me feel
1: it's gross it's just gross
0: so is it the- is it ha- has she been there a month no i feel no, like it's been- unclear no because the end of the chapter is day 1 i'm in hell
1: right but i feel like that's just her
0: like recontextualizing the whole thing I mean, the the implication is she will be here for, I guess, like, um, a a few weeks. Because when we go to the next chapter, it skip forward a bit. But this is all... This entire chapter takes place over one day to me. I think it's pretty clear, the
1: implication. I don't know. I wasn't sure.
0: Because then her her conclusion is... um, he's right, I'm never getting out of here, I deserve to be here, I brought this on myself, I shriek in right. protest, but I know it's true, I know it's true, day one, I'm in hell. So, like, this chapter exists to basically cut off any possibility of her doing anything, coming to any strength of her own, uh, impacting the plot in any way, just to, like, make you, just to emphasize just how dominated and destroyed she's been, As a and before this chapter she was barely a character. It's just, uh
1: Yeah, I just thought Ryan maybe made a weirdo magic box, I don't know.
0: No, she, like, brings that up as a possibility as, like... And he's like, you're just trying to convince yourself. And she's like, oh, right, I am just trying to convince myself. Oh, that's myself. true.
1: I do be like that.
0: Because, <laughs> once again, this this book has no idea how to play Ryan as a villain. Yeah. So, he comes in and he's doing the, like, soft-spoken villain thing. I take no pleasure in the violence I do. Because it is all uh, means to an end to me. Uh, I do not. I'm not like a sadist. I'm I'm like an idealist, right? He's doing that kind of right. uh, classic plot thing. But this doesn't line up with the way that he like talked about the. P- if they want to make Ryan the like reasonable villain, why is he the Joker in every other scene? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why was he literally last time going like
1: I'm gonna kill every single person in the world? <laughs> like, that doesn't, like, which one do you want? Which
0: one are we doing? They change the, like, trope of villain he is for every given scene, and there's no consistency. It's because he is the Joker.
1: I guess. He's the the Joker.
0: He's the Joker. The gross Joker. The gross gross, blue Joker. The
1: gross puss-faced Joker.
0: They love to go on about how gross his face is. Look at this ugly man with his ugly fucked-up face. Good thing all the good people are hot.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was looking... (laughs) At the Inkeeping Secrets comic today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen. It's so gross. Everybody is disgusting. Every single person is disgusting. Uh, it just sucks.
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the next chapter. That was yeah. only one chapter. <laughs> There's was only one fucking chapter. Uh, and it sucks. The next one ne- is nothing, though. Yep. Next chapter is called Made Out of Nothing. In it. Kohe and Cambria and uh, Jesse stand around uh while uh Hohenberger is like, I can't believe I'm doing the bad. Uh and then he sees the dragonflies and like a uh, syringe the um Pearl up and it's like, Oh my god. This this bird like this this uh, dragonfly affected this thing and it died immediately. I found the solution of the other books. It was Pearl's and- work. It was pearls work. I didn't even do it.
1: <laughs> I guess this is why I thought it really was that long in the box, because it cuts to weeks later with uh with Hohenberger and the team. Yes. I mean, th- there so is that's a why I skip. thought it was legitimately weeks later
0: the, the implication to me is this is day one but she will then be there for another like the point is that like because Ryan says like uh, you thought this was almost over it's only just beginning um, that kind of seems too smart for Claudio <laughs> I don't uh, know though yeah but it's like only t- <laughs> the smartness of it is only deployed in order to like make the ways you're torturing a woman worse <laughs> yes yeah you're right <laughs> Um, so I get that
1: I don't know it doesn't really matter it's still as bad either way
0: Yes. but uh, so Code of Cambria are still fighting uh, uh, like uh, Mayor's forces and they're not really making much progress because no one can find uh, Pearl and, well, they're, and
1: they're talking about how Whether or not they actually want to go fight anyone And Jesse's like We can't just go out there and kill people randomly Until we find Pearl And Koheed's like why not And Cambria's like cause that's stupid <laughs> Cause of ga- Heaven's face is really
0: fucking big you moron It's
1: big There's like 72 <laughs> planets We're three 78, guys 78. Yeah, We're three dudes You dipshit And he's like <laughs> and, and he's like I'm mad this he's is the, he's ex- the emotions of the group <laughs> His emotion is mad <laughs> His emotion is mad, that's right
0: He's the beast And Hohenberg is like Contemplating how he's going to betray them And whether he's going to betray them And
1: whether <laughs> he can do like a scene <laughs> well, like, Do it to their face or no?
0: <laughs> right, and whether he can do like a secret double betrayal where he looks like he's going to betray them but actually he makes the cure and I'm like yeah I mean I do remember how the monster and the sinister stuff goes it was real stupid at the time so good luck trying to make a logical explanation for why he decides to make the monster and the sinister in the baby it's not better now yeah it's not getting better <laughs> that is a simply amazing prequel like lore point to bring into your story or something that has to happen yes because this all um, has to him has to lead up to him making the baby
1: the cure. <laughs> he has to make Josephine. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. There's not that much left of this book. We're in we're in like you know the final like what fifth of it. Um, we're
0: sixty five percent.
1: Is that right? Okay. So oh, we get to the end of the chapter. Let me get to the end of
0: the chapter. Yeah, sixty nine percent. Nice, nice.
1: Yeah. So we're about a quarter done, or a quarter left to go. A little bit more than that. Uh, there's still a couple things left to do, but not much, so I'm guessing we're going to have a couple chapters of Blood and Guts before anything really happens.
0: Yeah, they have to get to Ryan, there's a fight to him, and then all the, like, shit with Coden, Cambry has to go down. Um, And they have to go into hiding. My favorite
1: idea, because this book has to, so they have to have a confrontation with at least Mayo, probably Ryan, right? Oh, they definitely have a
0: confrontation with Ryan, yeah.
1: Yes, so... After that, the very... There's no way they can, like, Hohenberger and Inferno... It's not like they can wipe Ryan and Mayo's memory of these people. They're probably pretty easy to track, given who they are. Especially once Hohenberger decides, we should probably just give him a family and just have him go live somewhere for a while. Like, nobody cares... Again, the most preventable thing in the world... Uh, is to not have them get tricked by Mayo uh, into murdering their children?
0: This has always been the thing that, like, lifelong, literally since the day I uh, discovered the story of and Carambia, I have never understood how the fuck this makes sense.
1: Yes, <laughs> and it I doesn't guess make I will, any fucking sense.
0: <laughs> well, I guess we'll see how this book ends and how they attempt to explain how code and cambria are allowed to raise their family uninterrupted yet mayo and ryan are aware of them enough to just be able to walk up to their door and trick them into killing their son within a day uh. yes
1: yeah. <laughs> like how are they not like i guess if it's easy to fight but it's not easy to find hohenberger like if they go hide somewhere that's and also the other thing is like so the prize still nothing huh still nothing okay
0: I mean the, the prize have done this. This is what the prize have done. They've like in this is helped their Hohenberg thing. this is their play is these fucking idiots. Yeah. There's an amazing exchange in this in this chapter, uh, where Hohenberg is debating the like moral cost of making this betrayal, um, and uh giving them in uh and whether he can justify it by then fixing it after the fact. Yes. Um and uh where is it? Where 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 yeah uh uh Cambria's like uh we must hold on to hope and he's like hope, what's that? <laughs> um And why why should we hope for anything? Look at the there's a black rainbow in the sky. Yeah, dog. <laughs> dog And then yeah. Cambria says this absolutely amazing sentence You love Pearl. Love seems to have significant power as an emotion from what I've learned. It's the one that puts us most directly in touch with God. Trust it. Nothing that pure could possibly leave you off course. Those are fine words, Cambria, he said, unable to keep the bitter tinged out of his verse, uh, out of his verse, out of his voice but they're not rooted in reality. The fact is, people have done terrible, terrible things in the name of love. No! They've done it when they've lost sight of what the emotion is, when they've allowed love to be transformed into hatred or jealousy or something else unworthy. In the name of love, doesn't mean anything. Uh, wait, yeah, in the name of love, doesn't mean anything. Uh, keep, your, uh, keep your love for her firmly in your heart and everything else will fall into place. This is terrible advice! <laughs> bro what bro what actually no one does bad things in the name of love they only do bad things when they forget what love is that's not true that's, that's not just true. not fucking true it's just not true
1: i just it's just not <sighs> if,
0: your Claudio... love is, if your love is pure enough the thing you do will buy like transient property be correct like the yes. morality comes from the emotion. This is a danger, Cambria. Do you know what you said? <laughs> she's,
1: she's supposed to be the smart one, and she doesn't know <laughs> shit.
0: It's George so Leakes funny. Joe in the background like, "Oh
1: shit." <laughs> <laughs> Peter David saw this. And was like, "Wow, that's deep."
0: That's fucking deep. Damn, that's dude! So deep, I got to put damn. this in one of
1: my Star Trek books.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: God. Yeah, I don't know. This is this is nothing. There's nothing here. No, nothing here to to hold on to except for the dumbest advice in history.
0: Dumbest advice in history, and the fact that uh, the the thing that gets him to like understand how to make the dragonflies is uh, a
1: <laughs> Pearl's work, which is is Pearl's dragonfly eating a bird, right?
0: And it's played as like, ooh, remember when Pearl was working on the dragonflies earlier, we were bringing it all together. It's actually her who figures this out. Um. While it's very she's funny that the box.
1: Yeah it's very funny that she is a um, Cool genius lady who uh, Apparently invented dragonfly Bioweapons in her spare time <laughs> In her spare time <laughs> She's just chilling out in her garden like damn If I can make a dragonfly eat a bird That'd be sick Yeah You know
0: It is what as it is do. Uh, do we have anything more about these terrible, terrible chapters? No!
1: There's fucking nothing here. I hope there's an action scene next time so it can be grossed out by, like, somebody getting shot instead of, like, rape, I guess.
0: Yeah, instead like, the most, like, misogynistic, vile garbage.
1: Yes, in the world, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's what I would like as well. I would much prefer this. Well, instead, I've got a terrible, terrible song for you to hear. No! Fuck! I forgot! <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the song!
1: It's been so forgot, long! I forgot the show!
2: Night, I wish to God he'd let her rest. But but hurts me more than
0: There's nothing funnier to me in any of Kohit and Cambria's music than when Claudio tries to bring his voice low <laughs> and sound really emotional. Oh, I will no. go. <laughs> um, he sounds so much better when he actually brings it up high again in the like Claudio voice.
1: Yeah, like, you have. We know your range.
0: It's not down there. And, like, understand if people don't like that, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but when he starts going, know not here, pray to God, he let it rest. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop yeah, this it. Is not, stop. Claudio, come on. When you I can't saw Cody and Cambria on the Year of the Black Rember tour, which is when I saw them. That's a shame. It is a shame. I wish I had known about them, like, two years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they played. <laughs> They played this song and far back to back. Man, it is the most Jesus Christ, let me go get a drink. Like phase of a gig I've ever been to. <laughs>
1: I cannot imagine playing Pearl of the Stars at a concert. Like come on, man,
0: it's not a concert they've been, song. And playing all the hell the hits they played. You know they played some of the other hits from this. uh album, you know, they played Guns of Summer, uh they played Here We Are Juggernaut, they played um World of Lines. Good song. Like, this album's I a lesser album, I get playing those. Yeah. Yeah. So and they obviously have to fill their set list with songs from the new album as they, you know, it's so what it means to tour, even though everyone was like, play the hits. Um but they still played Time Consumer and in keeping secrets so it was fine. Good. Uh you gotta like you gotta you fucking gotta And then they played it's like, these songs are ten minutes long combined. They sure far. are.
1: Pearl of the Star is a full five minutes long, it's torture.
0: This song's so fucking terrible.
1: Yeah, it's not good.
0: Kane often likes to slow it down. They have the you know, they have Wake Up, which is a similar acoustic ballad, far earlier on the album, which is uh, more electronic and slower and also slightly better. Yeah. But this seems to like not even have a hook.
1: No, and it's got the dumbest lyrics.
0: It's got the dumbest lyrics. It all builds up to, like, like the whole thing hinges on the big gap between while I'll always love you and then four bars, and then my pearl of the stars. And he's, like, really over-singing it. Yeah. It's just bad. And, like, this, the song is, I guess, technically about pearl being locked in a box.
1: <laughs> uh, Wait, but this so song's- it's pearl in a box, and then also, I think it's also about making
0: Josephine. Probably, but it's also like the the song's about Chandra.
1: Well, yes, yeah. I mean, the song is about Chandra, but he puts some stuff about a baby in there. He and Chandra have not had kids at this point, so. Oh, I guess they haven't. No, they don't have kids until uh, until Color Before the Sun.
0: I think is when. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah, a dad album. Atlas
1: is on that album, and he had oh. dad feelings and made a dad album.
0: Every single rock star does this.
1: Yeah. There's a couple good songs on there, but not a lot.
0: Um, yeah, God, what a weird what a weird time for the band. Yeah,
1: so I don't know why there's like so many mentions of a baby in this song besides, I guess, Josephine.
0: This, right, because he still has the story to justify all this stuff, even though this is like right. a love song to Chandra. Um, it's like, damn, I still do have to make this about sci-fi. But also the song is the only way that <laughs> Claudio knows how to express love. Um, yeah, which, which is like the man is so intense with his. It's not quite Iron Fist level, which we'll fucking get to that we'll, next time. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but the chorus is, "I'll give you everything if only I'd known you'd take it, but you don't because you're you. That's why I'll always love you, my pearl of the stars." In like a, I you know, because um. I'll do anything for you. I'll kill anyone for you. Type uh, lyrics again. Yeah. Um, love is when the man would do all every violence in the world, but the woman says no, no, unnecessary, ne- unnecessary. You don't need to do the violence. And then there's like a guitar solo. Yeah. It's just, it's just a really bad ballad. It goes on forever. It's not even catchy. It, no. The lyrics are like weird, and not actually romantic. please, bring me some lyrics. Oh, do you
1: want want me to start from the top? Yeah, please.
0: Bear in mind, love song. Each night, I wish to God he'd let her rest. (laughs) Oh, this hurts me more than any man can bear. She's my angel from the West. There will never be one to take her place. When you go, I will know. Follow you to the stars. And when the world burns apart, there'll be a place for your car. I'd give you everything... If only I'd known you'd take it, but you don't, because you're you. That's why I'll always love you. Seven second pause. (laughs) My Pearl of the Stars. My Pearl of the Stars. Buddy. And then it just repeats over and over and over for five minutes. Five minutes long. This song's five minutes long. It's five
1: minutes long. Can't stress enough that it's five minutes long.
0: That's too long for this song. (laughs) That's too long for a lot of songs, but for this song specifically, this should be under three minutes.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Um, How long is Wake Up? Wake Up's like three and a half.
1: Yeah, it's not that long, right?
0: Yeah, 3.36.
1: Yep. Great. Perfect. In and out. Done.
0: Aftermath and Subtraction are both, uh, both like 3.10 and 3.07. Is Subtraction that long? Subtraction's three minutes long. It
1: feels like a minute and a half song. It's one of those. I like that uh, song, okay? Anyway. Yeah.
0: But so yeah, bad song, bad chapters. Um we will Every be free. day.
1: Every day we're closer to the afterman.
0: <laughs> oh, finally some good some, some good finally, tunes.
1: <laughs> find some good fucking food.
0: Uh, yeah, we hear him um, uh, Domino the Destitute and we're like, Yeah Let's fucking go. Yeah, I would love to go.
1: hear Domino the Destitute. Let's fucking go.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sickos guy
0: going sorry. Sickos guy go Yeah, he does do that. And we all let him. We all love like, like yeah. This is better than what it was before, but <laughs> We'll let you do anything as long
1: as you don't go back to your know, black rainbow, Claudio. If you want write your dad album, I don't
0: care. If you want to get up to the microphone and go, wah, ha, ha, wah, ha, ha, I'll be fine with that. That <laughs> sounds funny. great to me. <laughs> that's
1: good, actually.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening, everyone.
1: Yes, thank you.
0: The song sucks. That's that's where we're gonna leave that one. <laughs> song sucks. Book sucks. Everything sucks. Let's hope the next. T- what's the song next time? Let's see. Uh, it's f- five minutes tw- in the flame of error. Is five minutes and twenty seven seconds long. That seems fake.
1: Tried so hard to like that song. Anyway, we'll talk about that next time.
0: Uh, why are you on this guy? Huh. What? Plugs!
1: Oh, right. Don't... Yeah, uh, your friend <laughs> Wally the White ER on Twitter, uh, audioentropy.com, do an idle on playtest. Uh, the second best game, Club Journal updated. We just did our episode about Disco Elysium. Um, and that's it.
0: That's right. A um, head falls off on Twitter. You can find the podcasts that I do at abdominalmapping.com with M. Support us at patreon.com/abdominalmapping to get access to the Great Gunner Project for one dollar a month and some other podcasts for more. Good podcast. For five for ten. They're good shows. Goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next time with hopefully some better chapters. Yeah. Goodbye.
2: burns apart There'll be a place for your car yeah, I'll give you everything If only out of have known you'd take it But you don't Cause you're you That's why i always love you When you go